The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless you for tuning in. Hello, this is Christina Sasso of Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Me and Joshua are on the road as you hear this message. We are in Arizona and then heading back towards Nevada. We are going to pray and release prophecies on those two battleground states. And then we'll come back, we'll rest a little bit, and if the Lord will tell us, then we'll head back towards the opposite direction. Georgia, North Carolina, Washington, D.C., Pennsylvania, Michigan. We are going to do whatever we can to assure that victory is ours. And I want you, my dear brothers and sisters, to stand with us. All of us Christians need to continue to pray and call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We also need to take into action and do whatever we can to manifest full victory. So do not be negative, all right? Don't give in to defeat. The battle is the Lord's, but he is relying and looking at us to do what we can, being led by the Holy Spirit. In 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58 says, Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Also in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13, that's ISV, by the way. This is New King James Version. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God, that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Let me tell you again, let me remind you again, I have a telling ministry. I have been telling and reminding the younger generation that in this time, for our president, for the Senate, and the House, there is no other recourse for us except to stand and believe God for victory. Let me tell you why. Remember, we always find, we always look, and we must know the perfect will of our God and his characteristics, his character. First, the Lord God will not side with those who promote and approve of abortion on demand. We must understand the will of our God, all right? In Proverbs chapter 6, verse 16, ISV, Here are six things that the Lord hates. Seven, in fact, are detestable to him. Verse 17. 
arrogant eyes, a lying tongue, and hands shedding innocent blood. There's the abortion. A heart crafting evil plans, feet running swiftly to wickedness, a false witness snorting lies, and someone sowing quarrels between brothers. Second, God will not side with those wicked people that encourage even young children to have their sex chains. These are still children, innocent children, and that is a major decision that will affect their lives. If you are matured, that is different. But these children and the other party are going to condone this. And you know what? If you're going to research this, there are hundreds or even thousands of people who had sex chains and they are now regretting the procedure. They're regretting it. For many, it's too late. So much hormones and other stuff that were injected in their physical body. Some are saying it's painful. Some are depressed. Some are suicidal. And you know what? For us Christians, instead of hating them or judging them, why don't we feel sorry for them and have compassion and instead pray for them? You and I must realize that God is hurting too when he sees his people hurting or seeing them in their situation. Do you think that God will not receive them in his kingdom because they had sex chains or they're now regretting it? What about those young children, age 8 or 10, and they're going through these procedures? Do you think that God will hold that against them? No, against their parents. So we need to continue to pray, and we must not condone this. So victory is the only option for us. Another one, third, school choice. Parents must have a choice where they want to send their children to school. Our schools nowadays, especially colleges and universities, are being used to indoctrinate our children, teaching good evil and evil good. This got to stop. The fourth one is the peace in the Middle East. Through President Trump, he believes in peace through strength. Fifth, we don't want to go back to the nuclear treaty. We don't want to enter into a covenant with those people who are trying to destroy us and wanting to destroy the nation of Israel. Sixth, I don't want to go back to the Paris Accord because they apply so much restrictions and it's very expensive for United States of America, especially the small businesses that the prices will pass through us, wherein other countries in the world are not following it and we, we're paying most of it. And immigration, law and order in this country, economy, and China. Those are some of the things. We don't want to go back 
to those, my dear brothers and sisters, I cannot even imagine. We cannot just roll over and accept defeat. This is not an option for us. Our Lord Jesus Christ gave us his name. And in that name, all power and authority in both heaven and earth is in that name. We bear his name. He is relying on us to fight this battle to the very end. He gave us that authority. Let us fight this together for the sake of our country, for the sake of our children and children's children. And let us believe the impossible. Because our God is an almighty God, and he told us his plan before, through the many prophetic words from the mouths of many prophets, through visions and dreams, and of course, they all lined up with the word of God. And it is true that God raises up kings, and he's the one who brings them down. But we are God's representatives here on earth. He sent the Holy Spirit, God the Father, sent the Holy Spirit to empower us and to reveal Jesus to us. And our Lord Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of God, waiting for his enemies to be made a footstool for his feet. All we need to do is not to look at the situations, do not look at the giants, don't believe what the media is telling us, stop watching negative news. Instead, we dictate the outcome. If you're telling me, well, you know, it's pretty much settled, I gave up, I'm so depressed, and I said, then stand with us. Stand with us for those that are fighting. We will never let go of this. We will not give up until the manifestation of the prophecy concerning our president, concerning this country, and concerning the plan of God for this decade. I will not let go. And at the same time, I want to face our Lord Jesus Christ unashamed. I want to know not just for me, but for my children, for the congregation, especially the younger generations, that I gave everything that I can to fight this, to make a stand, to believe the impossible. For me, there is no other option. And you must agree with us. And if you're asking me, I can't do anything. Yes, you can. Yes, you can do something. You can pray in agreement with us. And if you're baptized by the Holy Spirit, pray in the Spirit. Pray for our president. Pray for our country. The prayer of the righteous availeth much. We must focus on the will of God. Be like Joshua and Caleb. They redirect or refocus instead of talking about the giants that are in the promised land. They refocused in their mind and told the nation of Israel, if God is with us, we can surely take them out. We can surely take these giants out. 
So what if they're giants, but our God is a lot bigger? In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17 says, Therefore do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. So just like I said, Joshua and I are on the road right now. And we will be traveling for the next several weeks to the battleground states, declaring the perfect will of God, praying and praising Him. And we will going to record the next week's broadcast on the road. Just like I said, we'll do everything that we can, and we're going to be connected with Christians that are praying for these areas. And we are going to make ourselves available to do the will of the Father and to declare His Word. So what can you do? Pray where you're at. Cover our president and vice president with prayer. Cover their staff and family members with prayer and thanksgiving. Pray for their legal team. And if you have financial means, help and fund their legal team. We Christians must take on the divine nature of God. He is a generous God. He is a generous giver. And let us graduate from waiting for your blessings from somebody else. Be blessed to be a blessing. Yes, I'm giving you a hard time. But it's time for us to do our action, not just words. What else can you do? Pray for more witnesses to come forward regarding this election. Pray for more evidence to be uncovered. Pray for the whistleblowers to come forward and more and pray for their protection. I'm not done yet. Pray for our country, the United States of America. Bind the spirit of division. Pray for the Supreme Court justices, for them to render justice and adhere the Constitution of the United States of America. Pray for the righteous men and women that are still not declared winner, for Senate and for the House to be elected and confirmed. And, of course, pray for the battleground states. Pray for an audit of ballots or recount. Pray for technical engineers, programmers, to troubleshoot and identify and fix our voting machines or even software. That they'll be able to identify all the glitches and correct them. Pray for ballot recounts where there are widespread of cheating. We can do a lot, see? You will be so busy just praying for that. So I gave you a lot of work, so don't tell me that you cannot do anything. Just don't release any negative words about this, okay? Dare to believe God. So you can do a lot. So do not be negative. And stop being influenced by the media and the tech industries. I repeat, 
we are going to dictate the outcome of this election. And once we do everything that we can, we will stand and we will see the deliverance of our God. So it's actually very exciting because I mentioned it last Sunday. When we think that there is no more hope, when the situation is dire, just like where we're at right now, that's when God will bring forth supernatural results. Because our God really likes drama. Because he said, he always reminds us that he is not going to share his glory. So we're just going to do what we can, just like us, everybody at Freedom Fellowship Church, and our partners, and even Freedom Fellowship Church in the Philippines and other areas, they are prophesying and they are praying and standing in agreement with us. I can see us uniting. More and more people are fighting this. And there are many brothers and sisters that are watching all the, all the polling stations. They are there when they opened or before they opened. And when they closed, they're there. And that's the only time that they will leave. And they continue on praying. Do you think that God would not listen to us? Because we are wanting his perfect will in this country. And this country just entered its finest hours. Of course, the devil unleashed his weapons because if he can stop or destroy United States of America from within, then we cannot help other nations. And we are the ones that can stop him right now and make the enemies of our Lord Jesus Christ a footstool for his feet. All over the world, Christians, even prophets and apostles are saying the same thing. They are rooting for us. They are praying and standing in agreement with us that a full, complete victory is at hand for all of us. So after we've done everything that we can, and you need to be a part of this, then we can stand. At least we will not be ashamed, and at least we can tell our children and our children's children that we fought for them, and we deliver a victory for them. I cannot imagine going back to where we're at years ago. So divisive and our religious freedom, they want to cut us off. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's why they hated this president. They hated President Trump. Just like what the Lord said, do not be surprised if the world hates you because they hated me first. So the Lord Jesus warned us about it. And we're not talking about personality here. We're looking at the fruits. Our president stood for life. He brought back Christmas and prayer in the White House. He is pro-life. He improved our economy. He took care of our military and our veterans. And he moved the embassy 
from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. There are now peace treaty negotiations in the Middle East. And he is going to take an initiative for us parents to have a school choice. And that is important in our days. So I want you to remember that. This is not about emotions. This is not about our personal likes or dislikes. It is about the kingdom of our God. What are the issues that are close to our God? What are those issues that are dear to Him? We have to continue to think about that. And we are not going to wave a flag, the flag of surrender, because the high tech are against us, the media are against us, a lot of people are against us. They're just loud. But if God is for us, who can be against us? So this is a fight that I'm going to keep on and keep on until victory is at hand, until God tells me, that's it, Christina, stop. I don't think he will. I think he is pleased with what he's seeing. And as soon as we have done everything that we can, he is going to move. That's the God that I know. That's the God that I love. That's the God that I serve. So I want to encourage you, my dear brothers and sisters, don't give up, okay? Don't give up. Because there is one thing. All the prophets of God cannot be all wrong. We have been prophesying the same thing about our country and about President Trump. And even if we are, God is going to make sure that he gets the glory for this. So I just want to encourage you, keep on praying. And if you're feeling depressed or dealing with unbelief, turn off the television. Don't watch the news or don't listen. Instead, focus on who God is. Holy Father, I thank you. I thank you for the victory that is at hand. I thank you, Father, that you have mobilized your people. And I thank you, Lord, that by the empowerment of your Spirit, Lord, that we will do everything that we can and that we will take a stand. I thank you, Lord, that the end results you already have told us. And I thank you for the victory that is at hand. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, that this will be over soon. In the name of Jesus. And I thank you that the body of Christ, especially the spiritual leaders, will bring forth healing and extend their hand of fellowship towards one another. And that we will have compassion to those that are lost. In Jesus' name, amen. Remember, we're going to have a prophetic gathering of the saints or a prophetic conference on December 31st here in San Antonio, Texas. It starts at 7 p.m. and will usher forth the new year. You need to register for this event 
because we're still social distancing, so seating is limited. Once you register, there will be a registration fee of $25 per person. That proceeds, those registration fees will be used for our mission and other outreaches, foreign missions and other outreaches such as this radio program. And remember the instructions on what you can do. Pray for our president, pray for our country. And if you have the financial resources, help them in their defense fund. Amen. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org.